Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Prize Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy-to-use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com, and when you do, use that promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Nicholas Harbor and the adjustment that he's having to make to college football. 
told you guys weeks ago that there was going to be an adjustment period, learning the nuances of the wide receiver position. This kid has things you cannot coach. He's got size. He's got speed. He's got athleticism. That goes without saying. But it's not as simple as just, you're a great athlete, you can play wide receiver. Like, there's a skill set to it that I think he's going to have to develop. And so don't be surprised. if I think they'll find creative ways to get him the football early. But in regards to being an elite wide receiver, I think that's going to take some time. I think it's going to be a couple of weeks. I think it's going to be mid-season, later in the season, until you really see him flourish and begin to tap into his real potential at the wide receiver position. So do not be surprised if Nicholas Harbour is not quite on the field as much as maybe as as some of us expected, but I still think he'll make a big-time contribution for South Carolina this season. Uh, Austin Gregory says overtime today. Yeah, I'm I'm good on that, Austin. I pray I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Three hours is plenty, my man. We got we got other things to do, other things to get to. We'll wrap it up at three o'clock. We may take no break the final rest of the show. So either way, sometimes the Q and A power hour is an hour fifteen. Sometimes it's forty minutes. Rock and roll with the punches. I know you guys are understanding. So either way, again, I want to hear from you. Eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. That's eight four three seven nine zero three three seven. Seven. Braddock 843, you're going to have Garcia back on again this time of year for some Monday morning quarterback. Braddock, if we do, it will be a rare occurrence. It's not going to be every single week. Steven is very, very busy with the birth of his latest child uh, just a couple of months ago. And, you know, we've got Mark Rogers, the voice of college football. And, you know, the Steven Garcia stuff, it was great last year, but just want to switch things up a little bit. And so I don't see the Steven Garcia thing being a weekly occurrence by any stretch. Let's jump to the phone lines here. Call from Robbie Davis, Zach, the Hall of Famer. Robbie, what's going on, my friend? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I just wanted to call in and let you know that I will have my predictions ready to go on Monday. Okay, on Monday. I'm looking forward to that, man. Excited to hear what you have to say. So I just wanted to call in and let you know. Coming up on the 18th, I sent you correctly. Mm -hmm. I think the location of the show is in the poster. But I sent it to you like a couple weeks ago. Okay, gotcha. I cannot wait to hear, Rob. No problem. All right, man. Have a great rest of your day and have a great weekend. Yeah, man. Go Cox. You as well. Appreciate you, Robbie. Great stuff from Robbie Davis. Maybe the shortest Robbie Davis call in this show's history. About a minute and 15 seconds is what we got there from Robbie Davis. Uh, Let's see. Getting into your questions from earlier in the show. Brian Dean says, prediction game one, South Carolina 31, North Carolina 14. Again, would love to take that. Lot of NFL preseason this weekend. I see that you guys updating me with the schedule. Brian Dean, 
That side will be elite. Clayton White's defense will be top 10. The swag is back. Brian, from your lips to God's ears, my friend. I hope you are right. I hope you are right. Uh, let's see. Travi, what's going on? Brandon M. said, let's get it. Brian Dean, Gamecocks over everything. There you go, Chris. Idea for a new shirt. I like it. All right, let's get back to the full lines here. Call from Peyton. Peyton, what's going on, man? How are you? Good. How about yourself, Chris? What do you say, partner? I'm doing fantastic, man. I appreciate you asking. What's going on? Uh, not much. So, um, earlier on in the show, I heard you say, you know, you're kind of tired of talking about all the all the offseason stuff and you don't want to get repetitive and you kind of – you're ready to talk some ball. So, uh called in to ask about uh, maybe some matchup previews uh, at UNC. Um, I'm, I'm not that well-versed on, on UNC's roster, so uh, I'm, I'm curious. What are, some, uh, what are some areas that maybe we could uh, expose come game day? Yeah, for sure, Peyton, and, I, and I'll have specific names for you the week of that game because admittedly, you know, we did our UNC team preview, but I don't have all the names off the top of my head, but – you know, I, I first look at, you know, we talk key matchups and such. You got to first look at the South Carolina defensive line, specifically the edges, getting pressure on Drake May. I mean, we talked about that earlier. Of course, we're talking defensive line today and the importance of it. And, you know, obviously in the SEC, stopping the run and rushing the quarterback, that's what you make a living off of doing. Um, it is imperative that South Carolina find ways to get pressure on Drake May because he's a guy that, you know, no matter what you think about, you know, they lose a couple of their top weapons from last year on the outside. At the wide receiver position, they've got, you know, question marks in the running game, similar to South Carolina. But Drake May is a real dude, and if you let him sit back there and he has time to throw four or five seconds, he's going to pick you apart. So Jordan Strawn, Jatias Gear, you know, these dudes, Desmond Mazulu, Brian Thomas Jr., Terrell Dawkins, these guys off the edge, they need to be really good in that ballgame. I think for South Carolina, on the offensive side, I look at their offensive line. You know, giving Spencer Rattler time to throw and operate and generating some sort of a run push. And I think the Gamecocks will be able, Peyton, to take advantage. I, I think that South Carolina on the line of scrimmage will look much better than maybe they even are because I don't know that UNC has the body up, bodies up front to really expose uh, South Carolina. So there's that. I mean, of course, you can go to the storyline of of Spencer Rattler and, and what he does for you and um, you know, the, the the quarterback battle between May and Rattler and, uh, you know, what that looks like. So, you know, there's a ton of different intriguing storylines. And as we get closer to kickoff, Peyton, we'll dive much more in depth to those. But, uh, you know, certainly a game I think we should expect to be somewhat of a higher scoring offensive shootout. And, uh, you know, it could be one of those games last year when the ball wins. It, it very well could be one of those type of games. Yeah, it, it seems like it. And um, to, to talk uh, both sides of the line of scrimmage, you know, um, some rumblings coming out of fall camp that our that our O line group is is nastier than than years prior, you know. And uh, you you've been saying uh, weeks prior to this um, that UNC is not going to have the level of uh, the SEC caliber defensive line play that we're going to be expecting for the most of the season. And um, hopefully, uh, you know, we're, with all the question marks up front, we're not going to be exposed uh, necessarily week one. But uh, to talk to the nastiness, I, I'll say, man, if you got a if you got a bunch of 
you got a group of ragtag guys that that will live and die in that foxhole with those guys next to you and and will just keep coming forward and coming forward and fighting and fighting and fighting that'll wear a d-line out man and that and, and if you put those big bodies on linebackers trying to fill holes and it, it'll it'll deter it'll deter a lot of those a lot of those backers and um I don't think uh, I don't think the nastiness factor uh, should be uh, should be understated because mm. uh, I think uh, I think that'll have a that'll have an impact come uh, come game time. But um, but for the defensive line aspect, you know, I think uh, like you said, I think limiting Drake May's pocket time is is going to be really really crucial. I think we need to definitely need to keep it under three seconds. Mm. Got to we, we can't give him more than three seconds. Or like you said, he's gonna he can pick any any team apart in the country if you mm-hmm. give him more than three seconds. But um, I, I just think uh, if if we got to stay in his face, we got to be creative with blitz packages. And um, it's it's definitely good to hear that to hear JC say that this linebacking core is is faster than years prior because that 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 makes for open spaces closing very quickly and open field tackles should be expected to be made especially with guys that can that can close distances as good as this group supposedly can mm-hmm. so i think uh it, the, the matchups are going to be going to be very interesting man yeah and we'll talk more early next week peyton about the uh the linebacker position you know you read between the lines of some things that that clayton white has said in the preseason and i think there's reason to believe he really really likes this linebacker core more than the guys he had last year. I mean, call it for what it is. I, I think it's not so hard to to spot that. And, you know, to your point about the offensive line having a nastiness, I think a guy like Nick Gargiulo brings that coming over from Yale. Um, yeah. you, know, you know, again, I, I said this, and it's not to be dismissive of anything coming out of fall camp or whatever, but I, I really do just, hey, I want to see him put the pads on and I want to see it on the field. I, I mean, I, I've heard a lot of good things about the O-line over the last – couple of years last year you know year one of Beamer and it hadn't panned out you know what I mean so I and I think what JC said is is very telling also that you know South Carolina's offensive line it kind of reminds me of the Yardcocks bullpen in 2022 and I'm not saying the results are going to be the same but you might recall that bullpen it was a bunch of veteran guys who for that group to have success you needed them to have their best years in garnet and black you wanted to believe that they could be elite dudes and that it was in there and they just hadn't performed at that level yet. That's kind of what this O-line is. That's kind of what this offensive line is. It's right. like you got some veteran guys. You got some dudes who have been around the block and have played. The problem is, Peyton, they haven't played very good football. And so you need a couple of those dudes. They don't all have to hit, but you need a couple of them to have their best seasons they've ever had at South Carolina for this group to realistically improve. Yeah, and um, and to add to your Gargiulo point, you know, I think I think he potentially might could uh, might could turn into that cornerstone guy up front. Mm-hmm. And you know, I you know, being an offensive lineman, you, you feed off of off of your guys being, you know, having that attitude of I'm not going to be beaten, and you get you get sort of a sort of an extra edge, especially when when you get when you when you hear all the media talking over the summer about how oh these this this I don't know how it's going to work I don't know if it's going to pan out this this and this I mean these guys are listening to that too these these all these guys are hearing how they're underrated and how 
they they don't have SEC experience or, or they don't they don't have these big game experiences. But if if uh, a pissed off bunch of O linemen, I, I think can uh, I think can prove can prove uh, very helpful for us. Hmm. But like you said, man, it's it's never it's never a done deal until we see it. Yeah. But I think, uh, I, definitely some promising words. Um, it, it it eased my concern a little bit, but I still think, like you said, you know, the, the question marks are still there. They, they still remain mm-hmm. either way until yeah. kickoff. Yeah. For sure, we got to see it on the field, man. But you know, again, there's hope, there's promise, and that's the time of year it is, man, where optimism runs wild and uh, everybody's undefeated in fall camp. And once the ball gets spotted, and uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Peyton, I appreciate you taking the time to call in, man. Always a pleasure to chat with you. Absolutely, Chris. Thanks for the up show. Go Cox, buddy. Thanks. Go Cox, man. Appreciate it, Peyton. Let's jump to this other call here. Call from Chase Patrine. What's going on, man? How are you? Hey, Chris. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. I apologize we couldn't get to you sooner, man. What's going on? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. No problem, man. Um, uh, first time calling in, but we actually work together for like your last week in Charlotte. So I'm um, going to talk to you again. Um, what I was wanting to bring up is a joiner because um, I'm, again, there's a lot of conversation about like how good he will be um, a running back. I think it's going to be fine enough because he's just a game player. But yesterday I actually went back and watched the um, Duke's Mayo Bowl, and I don't think that people are really giving him credit on how much he will be able to put in a wrinkle of like maybe one or two throws uh, a game to keep people off off center. Um, so I just wanted to get your um, comments about that of him potentially throwing in a couple of runs to make up for anything that's not straight ahead um, his running back ability. I mean, I think the possibilities are endless, man. You've got a guy that's comfortable throwing the football and uh... – you know, I mean, what you can do with the Kevrion Joyner, it, it is fascinating, right? Because, again, it's a guy that's played quarterback. It's it's not his first rodeo back there. So, 
Um, you know, because of that, he's got great vision, I think, as well. And, you know, we're, we're all talking about what he can do in regards to just being a a true, pure running back. But certainly, like you mentioned, there is a – and you're not just going to be running trick plays every game all the time like every other series, but you have that in your back pocket. And I'm, I'm sure mm-hmm. – I'm sure we will see it at some point. I'm sure we're going to see South Carolina, whether it's, you know, to kind of kick things off with a bang against UNC or it's, you know, the Georgia game and when you're kind of throwing the kitchen sink at the dogs or – uh, you know, maybe it's in Knoxville, whatever it is. I, I think you will definitely see some trickeration with the carry on joiner throwing the football, maybe faking that he's going to throw and running, uh, you know, maybe a run and a throwback to Spencer Rattler and a pass downfield. You're going to see something. I think they're going to get really creative in the way they use him. And, you know, I'm excited to see it because I, that's anytime you're in a position like South Carolina where it's like you have a bunch of weapons on the offensive side. One of the big question marks is, how do you distribute the football? You have so many weapons, right, to carry on Joyner, but there's also Juice Wells, there's Trey Knox, there's Xavier Leggett, there's Amarian Brown, there's Juju McDowell, Mario Anderson, all your other guys, Joshua Simon. There's only one football. There's a limited number of touches. How do they distribute those? I think it's going to be really interesting to see how Dowell Loggins handles that. The Spurs Up show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun, and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. No, absolutely. Um, again, just didn't hear a lot of people bringing it up, and I, mm. I think it's going to add a really, really large um, wrinkle in the game. And not uh, necessarily using him as straight running back. Again, like you said, he's not um, running trick plays every series, every other series. Just maybe once, twice a game, just mm. keep um, – the defense guessing and especially with that early game against Georgia when they're breaking in some new talent mm-hmm. um you mean throw some stuff at them that they haven't seen but man it's great um talking to you again Chris you keep up the good work I appreciate it man thank you so much for the call great stuff all right bye. yeah man take care Wildy said that we worked together my last week in Charlotte I'm assuming he's talking Spectrio was the old employer what a place and I'll never forget too this is a side note I'll never forget when I left there, the manager, sales manager, I think like VP of sales, whoever he was at the time, was was very, very, uh, very sarcastically, I'll just say, wished me good luck with that podcast thing you do. And uh, sure enough, here we are. So (laughs) funny how everything works. Let's jump to the phone lines here. Call from Hunter. Hunter, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good, man. Uh, uh, get get some food and all. Just hungry as hell. Um, and yeah, I just, so I just got off work and I just tuned in. Um, I don't know if y'all were obviously talking about stopping the run and all. 
Um, what do you, so how do you think they're going to do on stopping the run this year? Do you think they're going to do a lot better last year? Or Yeah, so we, you know, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago when I talked defense, but in regards to your point, stopping the run, I, I, I think we will make a slight improvement. I do. Um, I do think there will be an improvement. I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that South Carolina is going to finish top 10 in the SEC even, but it's about taking baby steps. Right. And I don't think South Carolina – I mean, here, listen, you gave up 198 yards per game rushing a season ago. I, I don't think you can be much worse. I know you lose Zach Pickens. Yeah, we were Carolina was around 12 or 13 in rush defense. But, uh, you know, you – you lose Zach Pickens, but you add Elijah Davis out of Juco, and I think Tonka Hemingway and Alex Huntley are ready to fill in the void, take the next step. You lose Jordan Birch, but you added Jatias Gear. I think South Carolina did a good job addressing, you know, in the transfer portal, at least a good a job as you could ask for addressing those deficiencies. You lose Gilbert Edmond, Terrell Dawkins, Tyreek Johnson. You need to take that next step, and you also need Jordan Strawn to return from his injury and fill in that void. I think the linebacker core, though, which, again, Hunter, we'll get into – Monday, Tuesday, next week. I think that's the key for this defense and why I think yeah. they'll be better at stopping the run. So I, I'm very intrigued by the front seven. Again, you lose six of eight in regards to snap count in your front seven, um, six of your top eight, if you will. But uh, I, I think South Carolina with some fresh blood, new guys in there, I think it could lead a new result. So I think they'll be a little bit better. I'm not going to say they make some huge improvement, but I think they'll take a step in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, um, hopefully we'll see some improvement with the North Carolina game. Obviously, but I'm mostly excited about seeing Huff, Huff, Huff Howard, obviously, mm-hmm. and uh, Nick Harbor, of course. Nick Harbor is one of the guys I'm mm-hmm. mostly excited about. Well, um, I take you this, Hunter. I know but, you're a guy. Uh, I know you were a guy that's picking ten and two or eleven and one and twelve and zero. That ain't gonna happen if you can't stop the run, my guy. Yeah, I can tell you that right I, now. I like I like I like to play around every now and then. I mean, yeah. Hopefully, you know. You know, sometimes soon we'll go twelve and zero like Georgia. will be another Georgia team, but I'm not not too sure if it's probably going to happen this year. So, hopefully um, sooner rather than later, Hunter. Later, hopefully uh, sooner rather than later, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, one more question. Uh, when, so, do you know when we're going to see like uh, any media videos of like practices and stuff like that? Uh, you, know, you know how they used to do that last year? Yeah. Um. It depends on when the media availability is for practice. I know they have a scrimmage on Saturday that's at 3.15 in the afternoon. Shane Beamer will speak after that. I don't know if there will be actually video of practice or or what have you. And it feels like year after year there's less of that because these coaches are just – they're getting more and more and more, you know, anal about people seeing, you know, whatever the game plan might be or whatever they whatever tricks they have up their sleeve – um, you know, so I, I don't know about actual practice footage, but you know, I, I Shane Beamer will speak Saturday. We'll get some updates and just kind of go from there. So, yeah, I, I appreciate it, man. That's all I need. I appreciate it, Hunter. Thank you so much for the call, man. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, man. Great stuff from Hunter. And guys, make sure when you call in, you are speaking into your phone clearly so that everyone can hear you. Our good friend Barrett Salee dropped his, let's see. Okay, excuse me. It was Jerry Palm. Jerry Palm dropped his college football bowl projections. His playoff is Georgia at one, Michigan two, 
Alabama, three, and Ohio State at number four. Let's see his full bowl projections. Wow, okay. So Jerry Palm has South Carolina taking on TCU in the Texas Bowl. That would be very, very interesting. That game will be played in Houston, Texas. Would anybody be willing to... Would anybody be willing to make the trip to Houston? Okay, so it's Chase Warren that was with me in Charlie. He said, yeah, the manager was horrible. <laughs> I'm not going to put him on full blast on this show, but yeah, it was an interesting time, to say the least. Cody says, here's an interesting thought. Do we feel like last year was a waste of Spencer Rattler's eligibility, knowing what we know now about Satterfield, despite those last two wins, or was it all worth it? Cody, Go rewatch the replays of Tennessee and Clemson and tell me that it wasn't all worth it. Because I tell you this, Gamecock Nation, there's not a Gamecock fan out there who wouldn't relive the first 10 weeks of the season if that meant the season finished the same way that it did. No, nobody out there. Nobody out there that would not trade that. Absolutely. Hunter Kelly says, who are we playing in the simulation this weekend? So, Sunday night, we've got Vanderbilt. Monday night, Kentucky. Tuesday nights, we have Clemson. Let's see. Yeah, J.C. Sherbert, by the way, guys, did a great job of explaining NIL, the relationship between Carolina Rise, Garnet Trust, how they work together, Park Avenue, what's happening with that. So, really, really good stuff. John Rice said this earlier, Dak will have his first 100-yard game, and Mark's going to tweet something comparing Dak's 100-yard games to Mike Davis or Marcus Lattimore's 100-yard games. <laughs> I love it, John. I love it. Love that. Mm, let's see. Keeping the questions rolling. Austin Gregory says, prediction, South Carolina leads the SEC in sacks coming out of week one. Could happen. I mean, listen, offensive line's a major question mark for North Carolina. Huge. Huge question mark for North Carolina. So, these two teams are very similar. That's what's so interesting. These two teams are very, very, very similar. Brennan M says, first play of the season, Rattler handoff to Joiner into a bomb to Juice. I mean, you never know. You never know. It very well could happen. And that's why I keep going back to, guys, that there's not a player on South Carolina's roster heading into the season that I'm more fascinated by than to carry on Joiner. When you just think about and factor in the fact this is a guy that fans have been clamoring for years. Get DK the football. Let's see what DK can do. Why isn't he touching the football more? That's not going to be an issue this year. DeKerrion Joyner is going to have every opportunity to succeed. He's going to have every opportunity to make plays. He'll have every opportunity to have his best season ever in Garnet and Black because we know by now he's going to be RB1. When South Carolina takes the field, 
against UNC. He's going to get the first crack, the first opportunities to be that dude in the running back room. I am just so fascinated now that his skill set, it sounds like it is going to be utilized. He is going to be a focal point. How does the carry-on joiner deliver? I'm very excited to see what happens with that. Robert Hastings says, who in your opinion is the breakout defensive lineman this year, including defensive ends? Breakout defensive lineman. That's a good question. I will go. I, th- I think Jatias Gear. I, I really do. I, I think he's a, he was a nice pickup from Syracuse. Um, you know, there's a reason I labeled him the best overall. You know, or excuse me, the 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 most approved uh, because it's he's got this high ceiling. He's got this potential. You know what I mean? Like three and a half sacks at Syracuse. I think he could realistically be a six or seven sack guy. I think he has that potential, Robert. I will go with Gear being that breakout guy off the edge. I really believe so. We've talked about it a lot, though. There is a lot of pressure on Clayton White. There's no doubt. We talked about it this morning on Inside the Gamecocks about the pressures that surround Clayton White. And, you know, Clayton White's a guy that so much of the focus has been on the offense over the last two seasons because the offense has been abysmal, right? Marcus Satterfield, his shortcomings, what he's doing and or not doing. There's pressure on Clayton White this year. There is significant pressure on Clayton White to succeed and that defense take the next step forward, especially when it comes to stopping the run. You know, we've heard the excuse over the first two years of, well, you know, the offense is just terrible and the defense is gassed and, you know, that's why they're not stopping the run. And listen, sometimes that excuse makes sense. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that South Carolina's offense, as porous as they were, did not put the Gamecocks defensively in some bad positions. But there have been plenty of games where from the jump, when South Carolina's defense was still fresh early in a game, there have been plenty of instances where they have gotten gashed. Just run up and down the field, could not stop a freaking nosebleed. Improving against the run, improving the defense as a whole, because it hasn't been a lead. It's been good, but at times it's been ugly. And so when you talk consistency, I think everybody's mind goes to the offensive side, being more consistent offensively. And certainly, that's the main talking point as it should be, but it's a big year for Clayton White, man. It's a big year for Clayton White, his defense, taking the next step. You've improved recruiting. You're improving your talent. It's time for that to show. And so I think there is significant pressure on Clayton White and that defense to be a strength for South Carolina this year. I don't think anybody has a misconception that, you know, the, the the days of old where you had defenses giving up 10 points per game is is the reality. But South Carolina, again, Clayton White has been bailed out by Marcus Satterfield and Marcus Satterfield not being very good. And so there hasn't been nearly, nearly the amount of pressure. Hadn't been nearly the amount of pressure on Clayton White. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. That maybe there should have been. Either way, guys, again, 843 That's 843-790-3377 here on this Thursday, August the 10th, 2023. Guys, appreciate you all. Thank you all so much for tuning in, truly. Man, I cannot say thank you enough uh, for your love, for your support. You know, there are days, I, I, I'll say this, guys. I lead with perspective, with gratitude, but there are, you know, we all have our days, right? And there are days, admittedly, even for me, that I, I'll come into the show and for whatever reason, just kind of feeling off or don't feel as excited as normal or, you know, again, it's, it's life, it happens. And, and you guys, honestly, your interaction, your engagement, your love, your support, it's really what drives us to be consistent and to keep going and be passionate. And, you know, you guys fire me up and get me excited and, um, you know, I, I, today is a prime example. Cause I'll be honest with you. I don't know if you could, could tell early in the show, but I was, you know, feeling a little bit off, you know, a little bit, just, uh, I don't know, just exhausted of the preseason talk of the, of the position at previews even. And, you know, it, as the show went on and, and the show continued, carried on, what have you, um, you know, you, you guys are able to, 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 to keep that spark going and that, that joy, excitement, happiness, if you will. So I really do genuinely appreciate it. And also, when you have fantastic guests such as Mark Ryan, J.C. Sherbert, and you have great conversation, you know, how can you not be fired up about talking ball, talking sports? And I'm just – I'm so ready for kickoff, man. Like, I, I cannot express – I cannot express how ready I am for kickoff at this point. I, I, I really, truly so looking forward to it, man. I'm so excited to get in that Monday of South Carolina, North Carolina, and just start talking ball, man. And, and just start talking ball. Some ball. Heck, we're going to be talking some week zero next week because, of course, yours truly, TDC, will be will be out of town that following week. So we'll talk some week zero next week. Um, again, the position of previous years will also continue as we talk Gamecocks, linebackers, DBs, and kickers and punters. Uh, tomorrow, we'll wrap up the defensive line as well. Get, I'll talk my season will be successful if, and we will dive into the overall grade for the defensive line. Also, guys, really excited for this. We've got my good friend Brett Ciancia of Pick 6 Previews on the show later tonight. We will run that interview. Won't be airing it live or anything. That conversation will drop probably the week that we're out of town. But tonight, I will be going live with my good friend Dave Shoemate of Mock 10 Sports. We're jumping on his show tonight at 8.15. Really, really excited to talk with Dave, really good stuff. And again, I did a convo with him that you'll also hear that convo the week that we're out of town. So you're going to be taken care of on the podcast side of things. 
And finally, guys, let me say this. Thank you so much for the love and the support on the podcast side of the business because I'll tell you guys, just to give you some perspective, just to give you some real perspective, this time last year we were sitting around, what, 45,000, 50,000 downloads in a month. Guys, over the last 30 days, we are at 88,483 total downloads. Our downloads are up 126% compared to the previous period. And it's, dude, it's, it's wild to see what the numbers have done since the week of SEC Media Days and how that how big that was for us in really creating this positive momentum. And so I want to say thank you all so much to all of you who tune into the podcast. I mean, we're having 5,000 download days, man. It's it's truly a blessing. It's incredible. And again, I cannot say thank you enough. It's 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 awesome. It's awesome. So uh, we're we're primed for our biggest and best football season yet. Also, guys, I've got exciting news on the merch side of things. Hats should be hitting the store very, very soon. And I'll leave it at that. Guys, thank you all so much. Appreciate you all. Again, make sure you hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Click that bell icon so you get notifications of when we drop the podcast or when we drop, excuse me, live video or any video content for that matter. Subscribe to the podcast. Hit that subscribe button. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast at the Spurs Up Show. You can find us. Guys, in the meantime, thank you all so much. Appreciate you all tuning in. Have a great rest of your Thursday, and we will talk to you all tomorrow.